welcome back to our 58th episode of the Launcher Farm Show, where I interview Matt Leonetti with the agency in Toronto, Canada. In this episode, Matt and I talk about why you need to be authentic when you create content and how that will help you resonate more with your followers. Matt shares how he structures and plans out his content for his videos and what kind of practice he puts into making his videos such a hit. And Matt shares what he's done to evolve and the risks he's taken over the years to build something totally authentic to his personality. And we share a super easy way to use video in your farm to build a strong online presence and create a client base of people you'll love to work with. And Matt shares how he follows up with his leads using social media by being himself and having real conversations. Plus a ton of other ideas that you can use to grow your geographic farm. So be sure to check out this episode, like and subscribe, and enjoy the episode with Matt. Welcome back to another episode of the Launcher Farm Show. I'm your host, Ryan Smith, and today we've got a great guest. It's Matt Leonetti from the agency in Toronto. So Matt, take a second, tell us a bit about yourself and why you're here. Yeah, so my name is Matt Leonetti. I'm with the agency uh, out in Toronto, Canada, and I am a real estate agent and content creator. And I get most of my business from social media by doing kind of stupid parody skits and <laughs> stuff like that. And now it's landing me on, on this podcast. So I'm excited to uh, dive into it and chat. Awesome. Yeah. You came from a recommendation from one of my past guests, Kelly Scar, who's been a friend of mine for a number of years. He says you're fantastic. And I'm really excited to share what you do, how you do it. Cause you really have your own unique flair and your own, you put your own personal taste to it. And I think that's important for a lot of agents because a lot of agents think they got to do cookie cutter stuff that everyone else is doing. And for you, you've really kind of made your own brand around it. You, you built your personality into it. And I think it's important for agents to see that and get an idea of how they can do that with their own. So before we dive into that, I want to dive into how you got into the business and what did that look like for you at the beginning? Yeah. So I was a touring musician before real estate. Um, I just kind of got tired of, you know, traveling all the time, playing shows, making no money. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't know what to do. And, um, I was just like, you know what? I, I was watching Million Dollar Listing a lot. I was a big fan of like Ryan Serhant. And I was like, that that kind of looks fun. And it was just like the the green in me, like just, yeah. oh yeah, that looks fun and easy. You know, <laughs> they're, they're making millions in an hour. So um, I just liked that a lot and I was watching it and I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go, go ahead and try this. I knew the courses didn't take too long. Uh, to complete. And I was not a good student. So I was like, okay, I think I can handle this. Um, and yeah, I just kind of went for it. All my family and friends were like, you're not, you can't do that. Like, they're like, you realize you only make money when you sell houses. And I was like, well, I don't make any money now. So that sounds good to me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just got into it. I've been into it for five years now. So I've beaten all the uh, statistics, awesome. all those, uh, like 87% are out in two years or something like that. Yeah. It's a, a death business to get into for a lot of people, they say. So yeah, I would say if you can make it past the two years and if you hit the five-year mark, you're either insane or you're pretty good at what you're doing <laughs> to, to go for five years. It's, it takes a lot. So for you, when you got started, what did you do? Like we talked about not doing the cookie cutter stuff. Did you kind of go to, right into your own stuff or did you follow the traditional model of what everyone else was trying to do? Yeah. So I got into real estate because I think why a lot of people get into real estate, uh, we think we have good personalities. We think people are going to like us and we're personable. And um, ironically, as soon as I got into the industry, I lost all my personality because yeah. I was trying to be someone else. I mean, yeah. I went right to a team 
and I was kind of mentored by a team lead who did really, really well in Toronto. And I just thought oh, I have to do what he does then because he's, he's successful. So if I do it, you know, I'll be successful. And that wasn't the case at all because I wasn't being myself at all. Yeah. So I wasn't understanding why, you know, things weren't translating for me. Mm. Um, and I was, you know, I was doing the exact same thing. He was, I was saying the exact same scripts, yeah. everything, and just was not landing. And I was, it was getting frustrating. And, and then, yeah, it, it took about, I started doing these videos about three, uh, two years ago. So that's when I really, I was on two teams, um, before. And then once I went solo, I was like, yeah, let's, I'm going to try to do something different. Cause I was just really exhausted of seeing the same old thing over yeah. and over and over again. And, Did uh, you have the creative freedom when you're on the teams to be able to do that? Or is it kind of hampering you because of the team and they had the expectations? Like what was that? For, like, yeah, I did to an extent for sure. Both the teams I, I was at did, you know, I think more than a lot of places give more creative freedom, mm -hmm. but still, you know, you're under their umbrella. It's their yeah. brand. You, you need to stay in a certain, yeah. I had to ask to do yeah. everything type deal. So, and rightfully so it's their brand they're protecting and they, they yeah. want to, portray themselves in a certain way so yeah when i went when i went solo i started doing this stuff and i've had these ideas since i got into the industry but um everyone just told me it's you can't do it it's just not <laughs> it's not professional no one yeah. takes it seriously stuff like that so um i just went for it and yeah yeah and i think a lot of it has to do with just perceived ideas or concepts people think real estate should be and people think you got to be in a suit and tie you got to be doing the, the same thing and you got to be driving the bmw you got to be doing the exact same thing the same way that everyone else does and what the agents who have taken that leap of faith and stepped out of there have been able to find their own niche and really find their own voice and people resonate with that you're not going to resonate with everyone but you're able to connect with an audience that's going to connect with what you're like and, and your personality and, and want to do business with you and not want to do work with someone who's a suit and tie kind of person Exactly. The niche, that was the biggest thing was finding my niche. And then exactly what you said, you attract those like-minded people. And those are the people you want to work with anyways. Yeah. I mean, I was chasing people at the beginning of my career that, you know, A, were probably never going to work with me in the first place. And if they did, it was just like, I was miserable because yeah. I, I didn't like them. And it was just awful. And it was very unfulfilling. And I, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't enjoying it at all. Um, and then I was on a team too. So my splits were shit. <laughs> I wasn't even like, you know. And the enjoyment part is a big part. And a lot of agents overlook that. And they look at just the, the dollar figures and how much they can make. And it's like, if you're not enjoying it, I don't care how much money you're going to make. If you hate your life, you hate your job, you hate what you're doing. It's not going to be fun. And if you aren't comfortable doing what you're doing, you can only do that for so long before that catches up with you from a mental health wise, from a personal wise, and from a just general enjoyment. So for you, it was how quick did it take for you to really find that voice when you did go out on your own? Um, yeah. So like you can, like I've kept everything on my page so you can see from like day one, the nice. cookie cutter stuff. Uh, like I, yeah. I didn't delete any of it yeah. and you can see me just trying to find my voice the whole yeah. time. So um, when I went solo, I did these like very kind of generic, you know, three ways to sell your home type thing staging your homes and i would add like a little bit of humor like just the slightest little like it would be a little unconventional and then those were okay but it wasn't like doing anything like i was posting yeah. them consistently i didn't like really to post them mm -hmm. and they weren't really doing anything but at least my page had something 
And then from there, I was like, okay, I'm going to try some like inspirational stuff. <laughs> and I was trying that. And then the ins- I did these inspirational like photos and stories were kind of getting more engagement. So I was like, okay, maybe I should go right into this. And then I started, I tried this, like I filmed this like inspirational video. I thought it was like Tony Robbins or something. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, I had that video and I looked at it and I said, that's, this is not me. Yeah. Like I, I, I there is a part of me that is very, I, I like that kind of inspirational side of things. And I'm very like into the law of attraction and, and journaling and stuff like that, but yep. it just wasn't translating that what it wasn't me on the screen. And then I was, can I, st- I can't swear on these. Can I? That's okay. Yeah, go for it. Oh, cool. So <laughs> I was walking with my wife, walking my dog one day, and I was like, you know what? I wish I could just like say whatever I wanted. Like I could just say fuck yeah. whenever I wanted. And she's like, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, yeah. So I tried to do this like comedy skit for a listing I had, and um, I kept almost swearing in the listing video. It was a really, really like shitty listing. Yeah. And it was like no way I could really market it. So I do like. I'd be like, Hey, my name's Matt Leonetti. Uh, this is my new listing. If you don't like it, you can shut the, and then I'd cut scene and be at the front door and be like front door. And it would keep <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. going on like that. Yeah, yeah. And that listing video got like a ton of traction, a ton, a ton. And it sold in like eight hours, had three offers sold over ask. And, um, that's when I was like, okay, there's, there's something to this. Yeah. Like this is, and I loved doing it. I loved editing it. I loved writing the script for it. I was like, okay, maybe I'm onto something here. And I just kept building, building, building. And now it's like, you can see the risks and uh, it gets edgier. Like at first there was like no swearing. And then I would like swear, but bleep it out. Yeah. I was like, well, why am I bleeping it out? They already know what I'm saying. And then (laughs) then I just kind of like went for it and I just do kind of whatever now. Like if I, if I swear, I, I swear a lot in real life. So if I swear in a video, I swear. Yep. And if I don't, I don't. Um, I'm actually self-conscious about how much I swear in videos. <laughs> I like, I try and keep it to like one or two yeah. fucks a yeah. video. <laughs> Anything after that, I feel like ruins it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I have to, I almost use it like a comma, you know? So <laughs> yeah. I, uh, but yeah, that's kind of the, the in-depth story of what happened. Nice. And I know for a lot of people, they're afraid to take the risk because of either their brokerage because of, the team they're on or just themselves, they hold themselves back for you. Do you, are you, are you at a brokerage that'll, that allows you that, or do you have to get permission? And I know some people are at brokerage where it's like, everything has to be going through and getting approval. What's that look like for you? Yeah, no, none of that. They, um, the agency is like, they're kind of known they're, they're newer. We're about 11 years old now founded by Mauricio Umansky. And they're kind of known to kind of like, rebel against the industry in the first place so when i saw their model i was like okay this is where i this is who i need to be aligned with and yeah nothing they they i had a call from like head office like last week and they're they just told me you know we love what you do you have our full support um and it was just awesome they're incredible the entire team all around the world is amazing and yeah i have i don't turn to anyone i just that's released the video and then they support it 100 percent. and it's good to be at a a brokerage that you connect with like you said just like you're looking for people to connect with you that you like or that's going to like what you're about you want to be at a brokerage that's going to connect with you that way because there's a lot of brokerages that have great models and systems but they may not fit that what what each agent wants to do some brokerages you have to follow their 
color scheme, their everything. And then some people say, Hey, do whatever you want to do. And some people are kind of in between. So for you, when you're doing these videos, how are you keeping it? Are you, are you keeping it in brand? Are you keeping it in your own, like, do you have your own kind of guidelines of when you're creating these videos of say, Hey, this is what I want to accomplish. Or like, what does it look like? Yeah. So it just depends on what I'm doing. So like for the listing videos, like, yeah, I just kind of know exactly what I want to do. Um, I, I get the ideas and then I'm just like, okay, this is a listing video. I'll, I'll always brand the listing videos with like the agency logo and stuff right. like that. Um, but then just like the, I do like car rants and stuff like that. That's just like my own thing. They don't yep. have to kind of be associated with, with my rants. So um, yeah. And I just kind of go from there. I, I, I time block everything. So I, I know, you know, this day I'm going to be shooting this video this day. I'm going to be storyboarding this video, like stuff like that. Cause I think a lot of people overlook like the back end of video and they're like, Oh, I'm going to do a great video. And they go up with their videographer and they go, okay, what do you want to do? And they go, Oh, let's try this. There's none of that. There's no, let's try this. It's, it's very planned. Um, and it can't be overlooked. Like everything I do for the most part, except for the rants is completely scripted word, like to the word. Mm. And then I just, um, you know, I go off script a bit, but you need to have a beginning, middle and end. Yeah. You need to know where you're going or you're just going to be trying to find the words the whole time. Yeah. I know for myself, when I started a video 10 plus years ago, I scripted it every like line by line and I tried to read it and then I, I, know yeah. I struggle with that. So I, I framed it out. So I said, okay, this, I want to go through this. Then I'm going to talk about this and I talk about that. And that helped me become more natural with my flow. Do you, are you literally re, like, how are you remembering it? Cause not everyone has that skill to be able to remember it line by line. What, like, what does it look like for you while you're going through those videos? Yeah. So I, I like rehearse them. Like okay. I, my wife will make fun of me. I'll be in the shower and I'll be just like saying them. She'll be like, Oh, did you do you rehearse your lines? You're good. I was like, yeah. So yeah, I just kind of remember it, um, to a point. And then as I'm, cause a lot of my stuff is like going for the, the comedy thing. Right. So I'm always like, I'll write the main idea out and then I'll just like, I'll be saying it over and over and then I'll like get into another you know, I'll, I'll think of something else as I'm saying it. And then I'll just kind of mold it over a couple mm-hmm. days. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's written out word for word, okay. like by line and I'll memorize that, but it doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to stick to it hundred percent. It's just, right. I need to, I'm a, like a visual learner. I'm a visual everything. Right. So I need to just see it and I can kind of take it uh, and go wherever I want with it. A lot of people always go, Oh no, I'm, I'm more natural. I need to, I just, I just go off the cuff and that's fine. I, I am kind of like that too, but you need to know where you're going to end up. Yeah. You know, you need to have an end to your whole, yeah, exactly. whatever you're doing. So you need a framework at least exactly to, to, to go through that. Yeah. So I want to ask you about pulling it into real estate. Cause for a lot of agents, they're afraid to take off. I find that they're afraid to go off that beaten path of, of real estate specific. Your stuff is has some real estate elements in it, but it's not always real estate related. How do you tie that into the real estate element? How do you tie the real estate element into it? And how do you get business from it? Because a lot of agents are afraid to, they think I have to do typical stuff to get the business. How are you tying the two together to get business? Yeah. So like a lot of people say that and like, it's kind it's all real estate related, but yeah, I don't go through like statistics and stuff like that. And people always tell me, they're like, your, your videos are funny, but they don't provide any value. And I always say, well, I think they provide 
more value than you would think because you know i get messages saying oh you made my day you yep. made me laugh yep. and i think that's tremendous value yep. value is not just statistics and um stuff like that you can bring value in many different ways in my opinion yep. um and it's just a big commercial to me instagram yep. like we have and this is when it kind of like clicked it's like I, I see people like ryan Sirhand and the million dollar listing crew and they have such a big platform and i was just like well you know, okay, maybe I won't go on Bravo, but I have a, I have potential to create my own platform and yeah. create my own show. Yeah. And people go, you know, clients go to Ryan Serhan now just because they like him from the show. Yeah, exactly. Don't care what he sells, you know, like they <laughs> like his personality. So I'm just trying to start conversations and that can be from anything that can be wearing. I wear a lot of band shirts. Um, I can start conversations from that or like, Hey, your skit was funny. I, that's how I get a lot of my business. People just reach out to me. They say, Hey, your skit was funny. Hey, I love that Ramon shirt. And then you build on it. You're not, yeah. I don't post a video and the next day, five people message me saying they want to list their house. Yeah. That's not so, how it works. And yeah. you know, yeah, you might get lucky a couple times, but like you still have to like nurture those leads because yeah, those are yeah. leads. Now when someone yeah. DMS you off a real estate related video, that's a lead. Yeah, exactly. And, yep. um, and they, they reach out to me. So I've always liked that better. I was very successful early on with open houses hmm. because they came to me. Yeah. Um, I I've always been better when they come to me, I'd never liked going on someone's door and, and knocking or calling. I just felt like I was being too invasive. Yep. 100%. And that's for a lot of agents, they struggle with that because it's some people are like better with people they know. Some people are better people they don't know. Some people are better with going after it. Some people are better having come to them. But I, one of the things I talk about all the time with farming, and really it's real estate as a whole, is I call it the CPR. And it's community positioning and relationships. And that's the key fundamentals of what you need. You need to have a community that you're serving, whether that's an audience, your, your, your Instagram followers, whether that's a geographic audience, whether that's a subset of a community that you're focusing on, then you need to learn to position yourself. I always talk about as the ambassador and the expert, and you can do that in different ways through your videos and through your content. And then you build relationships and you have to have those three things in place to really succeed. And your videos are building relationships. It's serving a community and helping you be the ambassador in between because you're providing that content and providing that humor and, and, and strengthening those relationships. And that's why it works for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people, I think people forget about the personal side of this business yeah. it's not just uh transaction based which yeah. i think a lot of people and a lot of marketing now is just look at me i'm the best i'm a top producer i sold 100 houses yeah. you know what i mean it's like yeah. okay i i truly think no one cares if you sold 100 houses or 10 houses yeah. that does it the 100 house person now today is not going to automatically win that listing appointment. Yeah. Exactly. It comes down to building that relationship because people have to trust you more than ever yep. and they need to like you before they can trust you. Yep. And that's what I try and do. And I try and come from a place of not being an asshole. I don't know why <laughs> yeah. we're, we're real estate agents. I don't know why people have to be such jerks. Like some of the stuff like I see and just them flaunting their, whatever they want to, their, weird Gucci shoes and Mercedes. And, you know, it's just like, it's unnecessary. And yeah. I think it actually hurts them in the long run. Absolutely. I, I know when I first moved, I moved a bunch of times in my career and I, my very first listing I got, I got 
appointment I went on against the largest, one of the largest teams in the area. And they chose me because they said, we liked you. They said they walked in with their jewelry was more expensive than my car. Their car was more expensive than my house. And they said, they walked in and they're like, Oh, you have to list with us because we're the top people. And they said, we want someone who's real, who we can connect with and we know is going to be able to hold our hand and we can call and talk to. And yeah, being real really helps for a lot of people. Now, some people may be attracted to that, just how awesome you are, how many homes you sell, but there's a good segment of the market who wants genuine connection. And that's what you're providing with your videos and showing who you are. Yeah, for sure. And that's even like, I get it from like a luxury standpoint, if you are going after that luxury market, yep. um, you know, that's one thing, but even me, like I'm getting more into the luxury end and I'm re- you know, I, I'm going to keep my exact strategy through yep. the luxury end because I'm the least luxurious person. <laughs> well, I, like I always say, I go to a steakhouse and order chicken tenders and fries. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just not that guy. Yeah. So um, I just want to keep that. I want people to see like when I'm walking through, like we have like a $10 million listing at our office right now. I'm going to, you know, when I, I'm going to shoot a video there, I'm going to be just as shocked and wowed as other people. It's not yeah. like another day in the office for me. You know, it's like, yeah. that's cool. That's a, it's a, it's a cool thing. And yeah, I want to just bring that, that realness. And I want to like, I don't know, almost like that underdog story. I want to like, root for the little guy, that, that yep. type of thing, you know? So I just never want to lose that connection. Cause I find a lot of agents lose that connection. Like you were just saying, and yep. it's just a transaction and it's just, you know, list with us because look at all the things we have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So for you creating the videos, obviously said beforehand takes time and then shooting the videos themselves. Are you doing the editing? Are you doing the recording? Do you have people doing that? Like, what does it look like for you on it? Yeah. So it depends. Uh, now that it, like with my listings, I have a video crew I use all the time. Okay. So I want it to be higher quality, yep. but a lot of the stuff is still just iPhone, nice. um, selfie mode, iPhone that does really well. It's super relatable. It's right in yep. someone's face. Um, and then, yeah, like I, I have a camera, my wife films a lot of them for me. Like it's very, um, DIY still it's, you know, it's nothing and it doesn't have to be anything fancy. I think people, you know, they, they get held back because they, they're always, oh, well, you know, I would do video, but I need this person and I need this and I need this. The, you know, I had nothing. My first couple of videos is just my iPhone. I didn't even have a mic and my wife just standing there filming me. So (laughs) like, you know, that's, that's all you need because it's about the content. The content is always going to rule over the quality of the video. You can spend 10, 15, $20,000 on a video. If the content sucks, yep. no one's going to watch it. Exactly. Wholeheartedly believe that. And I think it's important, like you said, is just to get out there and start creating it. And then you can always upgrade as you go along because like you said, it's the content, get practicing the content. And I find a lot of agents hide behind the, I have to have this. I don't have this yet. I don't have equipment yet before I do that. And I'll start creating videos once I get that, or they spend the money and the equipment and it sits in the corner of the room because they don't actually get out there and do it. It's you just got to start creating content. Yeah. And it's the same with like their, their looks. I hear a lot of people, Oh, you know, I was going to do it this day, but I had my hair was messed up. <laughs> yeah. I always tell people, I'm like, go look through my like catalog of videos. I look like shit in 70% of them, you know, like I, yeah. it's, they're not there because I look like Chris Hemsworth or I'm a model, you know, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're there because they're, they want to see like an entertaining video or something like that. So I think people lose, uh, lose that why of 
you know, why are people coming to the page to watch? It's not because you're a model or, you know, if that's what you're going for, fine. If you want to like look all incredible, but that's, and most of the time, like when your hair is out of place, people don't know what you look like anyways. So it's just you that's focusing in on that. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you know Michael Kreza, but I had him on the show earlier at the beginning of the year and he was talking about video. And he said, a lot of people say they're afraid to do video because he said, they're going to, they're not going to like me. And he said, they're, they're going to meet you at some point. So they're either not going to like you on camera or they're not going to like you in person. So might as well get it over and out of the way at front. And they go, oh, if they don't like you on camera, then they won't like you anyway. So yeah. you can eliminate the people who, who won't like you because of what you look like or whatever yeah. you think they and then it's way less awkward because you don't have exactly. to meet them in person <laughs> exactly. and have them not like you. I, yeah, I say that all the time. Video, like in 2021, the real estate industry, we need, unless you have like an incredible referral business or you door knock, like, like whatever you need to get on video because mm-hmm. that's, that breaks down that barrier and people feel like they know you as they're yeah. watching you. And it's way easier to call someone that you feel like, you know, yeah. So I think it's just, it's a must yeah. in today's world. I've been in the business 13 years and 13 years ago, they were saying video is the future of real estate. Yeah. Every year they keep saying it's the future of real estate. And so many people don't jump on because they're afraid. They're terrified of being, being in front of the camera. They're afraid of looking silly. And it's like, if you just did it, you get over it quickly. I know for myself, when I started 10 years ago doing video, I sucked. And it's like, but you just got to do it. You just got to keep doing it and you will get better and you'll learn things and you'll get better. So I want to dive into the promoting of it because a lot of agents struggle on that side of it. They do go out there, they create some content, they create some video, and then they put it out in the world and it flops. So what did you do to grow that presence and really get an audience? Um, Well, I got, I was very uh, fortunate. Some of my first videos got picked up by like the broke agent and stuff like that, who I have the podcast with now. So like he like put it on a story and he kind of like, kickstart some of that following and then it was you know once you get that momentum it's easier to start like um growing but it's more about you know they're only gonna people always say this like they'll they'll message me and they'll say hey can you share my video and that's fine but like their content doesn't align with my content so why it worked so well when the broke agent shared my video is because our content is the same. So people who are following him, you know, a lot of them would get what I was doing and then follow me. If it's like a statistic video, you're not going to get those follows and those likes because that's not what they're there for. Um, So I think whatever lane you're going for, it's more about consistency. Um, And that's going to, that's going to like build it and build it. And then, you know, as your consistency and you, and you have, as you're consistent, you have that, you know, 10, 15, 20 videos on your page. Now, when people go there who are actually looking for that, they have, they can stay on the page for a little bit, right? Like I see people liking some of my videos for an hour, two hours. I'll see them like the same person liking videos from way down. <laughs> That's what you want. You want people to stay on the page and then you're yeah. eventually going to get that follow. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I don't do any like, um, paid promotion either i just do all organic um when i know i'm releasing a video it's part of my job that day Uh, i put my notifications on on my phone and i treat it like a text message when someone comments i comment back when someone dms i'm right there i know when i'm releasing a video i need to be free 
because that's what's picking up the algorithm and that's yeah. how you're getting the engagement up those more comments and saves and shares. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to do. So it's part of my job as weird as it sounds to comment back on Instagram. That's part of my job. Yep, for sure. So the question is then how much time are you actually spending doing that stuff as a whole? Because someone's trying to budget their time. I find a lot of agents struggle with balancing, selling homes and doing that. Like how much time is spent promoting it, doing the videos and, and, and taking care of that. I mean, it's just like, I think of ideas just as I'm going about my day or whatever, I kind of write out a script and this is like, this could all be done kind of after hours of showings and stuff right. like that, you know, but you got to love it. Like that's, yeah. that's the other thing. Like I do it because I like to do it. If you're, if you don't like it, you're just, you're not going to take the extra hour once you get back from showings to storyboard or script or do something like that. Yeah. So you, you got to find that passion in whatever lane you want to go and, and, and bring your personality into it. And like, that's, what's going to keep you consistent. Cause yeah. it's hard to be consistent on something you hate to do. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, yeah. that's very hard. So yeah, I don't know. I just kind of like, I don't know. What was your question? Now I how, how much time are you spending on it? Oh, um, it's hard. Everything's different. Like some of the turnarounds are so fast. Like the, I just released uh, like a say anything parody, the movie from the eighties Yeah. where I have like the boom box. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I filmed that Tuesday, took about two hours. I had my guy edit it Wednesday and it was released Thursday Nice. and it was, you know, and then I was on there and it was, you know, I was on there all day on Instagram, but like, I wasn't, just on my phone all right. day like i said i have my notifications on yep. and as i'm going about whatever i'm doing i i stop and i so i mean it's it varies every week depending on on what i'm doing but um i definitely spend a lot of time on it because it's it's great it's like a database for me yeah 100 so yeah, and if yeah. you use it right and you work it right you don't need to go outside of that because you can like you said that becomes your database that becomes your follow-up system that those are your leads and that's how you get the business yeah and it's way less like formal i think a lot of people like that it's mm. way less formal than an email so like when i'm messaging someone on uh dm it's you know not as professional and suit and tie-ish it's like hey how's it going like it's very relaxed i think the people who work with me that's kind of we relate on that and it's just very yeah very relaxed and and it works for me and are you finding a lot of your audience is agents specifically or is it a mix of consumers and agents or is it mostly the consumers yeah no it's more agents um which was something i didn't even think about but i get a ton of agent referrals yeah so I was not, when I started doing these, it was nothing more than a joke <laughs> and just a fun thing to do, yeah. you know? And then as it started building, I noticed, Oh, a lot of agents are following me. That's, that's cool. And then referrals started coming in. I was like, Oh, I didn't even think of that. And then, yeah. And now a lot of like, you know, clients from around here follow me and they just think it's fun to watch like the, the new listing videos and stuff. That's what a lot of my clients say. They, they say it's like a, a souvenir for their their house that they're yeah. selling they have like the little video and yeah but it's more agents for sure but yeah a lot of people knock that but don't knock that especially like a lot of them are from the states and i'm fortunate to live in toronto which is you know when a lot of people move to canada they are moving to toronto so yep. a lot of people move here every year um so it's been 
Yeah, it's been awesome. From like I said, I did not even think of that. <laughs> yeah, that's a great source of business, and if you can do that, you can consistently do that, and then it it keeps gives them humor. It connects the real estate to them. It also may inspire their agents to do it as well. And do you have you had copycats from that, or have you had anyone kind of ripping you off? Oh yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. So I get like, I mean, I, I've noticed a lot more. Not that I started the um, like comedy video thing in real estate, but I've noticed like a ton pop up. Like everyone's doing like trying to be a little funny and stuff, which yeah. is nice to see. I mean you can tell some people are still trying to figure it out. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, you don't, uh, an entertaining video doesn't have to be funny. Yeah. You know, I try and explain that too. Um, but yeah, I've had, I've had people cause I do like song parodies mm-hmm. and I'll like, I'll watch the video and it'll literally be them lip syncing me. <laughs> <laughs> like I've had wow. a couple of those Yeah. and I like had to message them like, what, like, what's up dude? Like, yeah. And like, so yeah, that's a little weird and a lot of like kind of word for word, just taking my scripts and stuff like that. I mean, what, I mean, what am I going to do? You know, say what's it flattery or uh, what's it called? Yeah. The flattery is the, I know what you try. It's the, what, yeah. <laughs> it's the strongest form of flat. Oh, imitation is imitation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's, you don't have to be funny to be entertaining. There's many, uh, ways to have an entertaining video. Um, and I think it just, it all comes back to bringing your passion and your hobbies into it. Like I always say when you're say it's me, you, and some other person going into a listing appointment, I always use this analogy. So the people who the sellers love horseback riding me or you don't know anything about horseback riding, but this third person horseback rides every weekend. Yeah. No matter what we tell them, they're going to relate more with that person who horseback rides. They could be in the business for six months, a year. They're going to relate way more than ever than we could. And I think that's, I think, you know, 90% of the time, 95% of the time they get the listing over us. Exactly. And like you said, going back to the beginning where you were on the team and following the same scripts, the same system, the same thing, and it wasn't working for you. If someone's trying to do your videos and trying to do your thing, if it's not their personality, if they're not being authentic, that's not going to relate in the videos. And that's also not going to relate in the, in the listing presentation as well. If they yeah. try to be funny in their videos and they go meet the person, then they're not funny. It's, it's going to be hard to, to have that parlay into to real life. Exactly. And like another thing with that, like everyone's using those scripts. Yeah. That's the thing too, right? Like yeah. we have to remember like everyone, people are interviewing three or four agents. They're all saying the exact same thing. Yeah. Like, you know, we're going to stage your house for free, professional photography. You're going to put it on realtor.ca. Everyone's going to do that. What, what are we going to do to separate ourselves from, okay. I go in there and I say, listen, I, I know everyone said they're going to stage your house, do photos, put it on realtor, do all that. Everyone's going to do that. I'm going to do that as well. But like, a, I'm going to try and relate to them. And B, I have built that social credibility now, which I think is overlooked in this industry as well, where I can say, listen, they're going to do all that. But also, as soon as I leave, if I if you sign the, you know, the paperwork, I'm going to take a picture of your house and send it out to 30,000 followers on Instagram right away. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and um, 
you know, that's just an extra little thing. Of course, the 30,000 followers aren't all directly in our neighborhood, yeah. but it's still something else. Yeah. So, and always like find that something else, whatever it is, because we're all doing the same thing. Yeah. And then, you know, everyone's doing 1% and giving it trips to Orlando and <laughs> shit like that. Like, you know, find something of real value. Don't yeah. buy your listings. Yeah, exactly. And when you create whatever that is you're doing, that will help you stand out. And for me, I'm a big fan of geographic farming. And when you become that neighborhood specialist, the community expert, the ambassador for the community, that can be, do you can tie that together with video. You can tie that together with what you're working in the community and you can be the go-to person without having to say, I sell a bunch of homes. You can say, I sell a bunch of homes in this neighborhood or I sell a bunch of homes on the street or in this price point or the style because this is what I do. And here's the social proof. Here's what I do to, to get it out there and, and promote the heck out of it. And here's the followers I have and here's how mm -hmm. people find out about it. Yeah, the, 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 the farming my first year in real estate, my team was super big into finding your area. Yep. So and we all would have like a certain area. Our business cards would just say that area. Yep. It would say neighborhood specialist. Yep. And we would farm whatever it was, 3000 houses, four, five, six thousand, as big as we wanted. Yep. We would farm that area, mainly the areas that we lived in mm -hmm. because, you know, that's a, that's our whole script. You know, I live here too. When that house sells, that benefits me. So, right. you know, if I sell your house for the best price, that benefits me directly. Yeah. And then you just have that upper hand. And that's exactly what I was just saying. Like you need to find that upper hand. What yeah. else? It doesn't have to be video or followers. It could be exactly what you're doing too. And like, well, you know, I live here and I've so, you know, there just needs to be something different. Yeah. So I want to, because we talk about farming a lot, how are you tying it into your, your audience to find that, an audience in your area or to, to know that you serve that area because obviously Toronto is a big area. So how do you connecting that, connecting the dots? People say, okay, Matt sells in this area. I want to work with him. Yeah. So I had, um, so I do like, I live about 40 minutes out of Toronto. So I do a lot of like more of the suburbs, yep. but now I'm getting the higher end stuffs in Toronto. So I'm, I'm getting more into that. Um, I did a lot of that with video as well because I've, I found I was having that issue. A lot of people would be like, Oh, where are you? You know, where are you from? What that kind of stuff. Cause I was just, yeah. I think agents, a lot of agents think too small in terms of their marketing. I don't think it has to be just directly to your community. I think you can have a global hundred percent. Yeah. So, but I was like, okay, I need to figure something out where people will know I'm from Toronto, but it'll still relate to the masses. Like everyone can enjoy the video. So initially I was like, I'll do like a, why you should move to Toronto video. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, but that's not going to really, no one's going to care if you live <laughs> yeah. anywhere else really, unless yeah. you actually want to move to Toronto. So then that's where I did. I did a video where I'm asking Drake to be his realtor. Yeah. Cause Drake's from Toronto. So I was like, what's something that everyone knows and loves. I was yeah. like, Drake. So then I do this whole video of asking Drake to be his agent to sell his house. And that really like started a lot of stuff that, Oh, I didn't know you're from Toronto. That's hilarious. Like stuff like that. And that kind of like, that was a big campaign that I did. And it was, I have like 600 Drake tags on that video. And like, <laughs> That's awesome. I was trying to, you know, was, the whole thing was like tag Drake and we're going to, you know, I'm going to sell his house. He hasn't yeah. called yet, but uh, <laughs> it's whatever. I might do a part two and just nice. be like way more irritated this time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was kind of my way to say, Hey, I'm from Toronto. Nice. And uh, it worked. 
Yeah, that's awesome. So what would you say is the most cool thing that's come out of this experience? Like what unexpected experience have you had or connection that you've made or something that you've got out of this that you never would have thought? It's crazy. I I don't say I'll, I would never have thought it because like I said at the beginning, I journal every night. I yeah. know a lot of people you're kind of like, don't know uh, about journaling. They think it's kind of whack, but um, <laughs> I journal every night and I've pretty much journaled this journey so far. Awesome. So, I mean, a big thing about you have to write it and release it into the universe, but you actually have to work towards it as yes. well. People yeah. forget that part. They write yeah. it down. Shit doesn't happen. And they, <laughs> you know, but um, some of the big things was like Ryan Serhant. He's the reason I got into the industry. Yeah. He called me, said he loved my videos. Wow. I'm speaking with him next month in Boston at a, at a summit. Um, you know, I talk with Tom Ferry on Instagram He's like, he's messaged me Um, like Jordan Cohen. He's the number one Remax agent in the world sells for like the Lakers and all all of them. And he's, you know, he, he messaged me all the time. He called me, he's giving me pointers on listing presentations, stuff like that. That's cool. It's, it's been really cool. And especially the Sirhan stuff, because he was the reason I got into the industry and it seemed at the time such a far, like, it was just like, he's just this massive bigger than life personality. He's a famous person, you know? Yeah. And now like, you know, just to have those interactions with them have been pretty surreal. That's cool. And the cool part is a lot of people think that these people are untouchable. They're, they're superhuman, whatever. And it's like, they're human beings. They're in the industry. They're, I probably had not similar upbringings, but like they, they got started. They were scared when they were starting the business and they built these careers. And it's like, they're real people. Yeah, there's every yeah, exactly. Like we have to look at these people, especially in the real estate space, like Sir Hant and the million dollar listing crew, like they're peers. Yeah. They're doing the same thing we're doing. They yeah. just, you know, they have a bigger platform. Yeah, exactly. Which we can have. Yeah. You know, we we just have to find a way how to build it. What's our niche and how are we gonna build our platform to get up and have that type of platform? And people are looking up to you and people are watching what you're doing and you are being looked up to because you have a platform so it's there's it's just you got to keep working up the chain and keep working at it so yeah if you were to give one piece of advice for people who are looking to get started what would you give um i would say join a team right away if you're you know i think that you don't really i at least i didn't i had no clue what to do once i got my license because they don't tell you how to do anything (laughs) so i was uh you know i would join a team that experience okay you're not going to make the commission that you potentially could make um but that experience is going to go way further because you know 50 percent of a commission is better than 100 percent of no commission so um i would say join a team leverage their numbers use their experience and then get on video. I think video is where you're really going to relate. You have, you can reach thousands of people. I, like I posted a video yesterday. It's already at 40,000 views. Wow. <laughs> go, go knock on 40,000 doors and tell <laughs> yeah. me how long it takes you, yeah. you know, or call yeah. 40,000 people. So um, if you can find that lane of what you're doing and niche down and find that audience, like there's so many people you can reach in a day which yeah. would in, in traditional methods take you a year, maybe yeah, two exactly. years. Like, so I would say join a team, 
jump on video, find your niche. That's awesome. That's a great advice. And to the team point, I know for myself, when I joined the team, it was super valuable, valuable for me. And it wasn't just the, what to learn, what to do it was also to learn what not to do. That's mm-hmm. something I always tell agents. Like a team isn't just going to teach you here's how to do it. It's here's don't go spend time here. Don't go spend your money here. Don't waste your time and energy on these resources. Like follow this path in it. That helps you speed the process up massively. For sure. And like even offers, I had no idea. Like I, I knew how to write a, a normal offer. As soon as I did my first condo, it's a whole different form. I had no yeah. idea how to do it. You know? So like, it's yeah. just little things like that you forget and then you learn and you gain that experience yourself. Yeah. That's awesome. So we always wrap up with your best book. So what's one book that you'd recommend that's changed your life or you think would have a big impact on our, on our viewers? Um, probably, it's probably not a real estate, you know, which book I love. Um, I'm into biographies a lot. Okay. Um, Sebastian Manny Scalco, he's a comedian and he's got a fantastic uh, biography. Uh, it's called Stay Hungry. Okay. And he just grinded it out for 20 years, you know, 15, 20 years. And now he's like the top 20 uh, grossing comedians in the world. Wow. And it's just a really cool story. I, those are the kind of stories I like. Mm. And I really you know, I read that. I loved it. And I really kind of, I took that with me a lot of the, uh, you know, some of the lessons he, he was, he was talking about in, in that book. So awesome. we'll put that in the show notes so people can check that out. So that's, it's awesome. I'll have to check that out myself as well. And how can our viewers check out what you're up to or connect with you if they want? Uh, just Matt.Leonetti um, on Instagram. That's, you can reach me through DM. I'm usually pretty good. Sometimes if I, if I just release a video or something, <laughs> it gets buried. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but I'm, I'll ignore, I'll get back to you. Just might take sometimes a little bit. So either that, or just, you can email me all, but go to the, go to my Instagram and you can get to wherever you need to get to my numbers there, my email and whatever. Appreciate. Well, yeah, we appreciate being on the show. Appreciate you sharing your authentic self and, and your experience and really the, the amount of success you've had in such a short period of time, because for a lot of agents, they think it's going to take a lifetime to get to that. And you, you've done some really cool stuff and again, being yourself, it's awesome to share that with my audience and hopefully they'll be able to check out what you're up to and have, get some inspiration. Yes. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for checking out today's episode. If you'd like more videos like this, be sure to sub- like, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, check out our Facebook page and our other social media channels. Looking forward to bringing you more great content like this and happy farming. <laughs>